0: You are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson-Rudnick Investment Management Team.
1: Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Senior Managing Director with Kane Anderson-Rudnick. And with me today, I have Julie Kudasab, Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson-Rudnick Small Mid-Cap Core Portfolio. Julie, as always, thank you very much for being here.
2: Hello, Jordan. Glad to be here.
1: Julie, equity markets have performed extremely well during the fourth quarter in stark contrast to the first quarter of 2020. With the election now behind us and the first phase of distribution of COVID-19 vaccine taking place, are there any changes you anticipate making in the SMID portfolio?
2: It was a very robust quarter for the equity markets, with the long-awaited clarity emerging on several fronts, the vaccine, the outcome of the presidential election, and last but not least, fiscal stimulus. Are we doing anything differently based on recent developments? The short answer is no. We continue doing what we have always done, looking for highest quality companies, protectable business models, self-funding entities producing solid returns on equity from under-leveraged balance sheets. Clearly, we're entering 2021 with more confidence, but much remains uncertain as COVID-19 has certainly proven to be a tough, unpredictable enemy.
1: Can you provide an example of a key contributor as well as a key detractor during the fourth quarter of 2020 for the K. Nash & Rudnick small mid-cap core portfolio?
2: Our top contributor during the quarter was Teradyne, ticker T.R. The company is also our fourth highest contributor for the year. Teradyne's test business continues to exceed investor expectations, benefiting from the company's differentiated product offering. Teradyne is a leading manufacturer of automatic test systems used to test semiconductor, wireless products, and data storage in the consumer electronics, wireless, automotive, industrial, and aerospace and defense industries. More recently, Teradyne has also entered into the fast-growing collaborative robots, also called COBOT segment. Other top contributors included Zebra Technologies Tika (ZBRA), Scotts Miracle-Gro Tika (SMG), MSCI Tika (MSCI), and Site One Landscape Supply Tika (SITE). Thor Industries Tika (THOR) was the largest detractor during the quarter. The other Lowe's contributors included Jack Henry and Associates (ticker JKHY), Aspen Technology (ticker AZPN), Lennox International (ticker LII), and DocuSign (ticker DOCU). Thor is the largest manufacturer of recreational vehicles (RVs) globally. Shares lagged following an exceptional performance in the second quarter. RV demand remains robust. The new reality of pandemic-driven air travel restrictions, concerns over hotel stays, and even the work from anywhere phenomenon has served the RV industry well by accelerating some of the existing trends, such as expanding demographics to younger buyers and increased popularity of outdoor recreation. RV manufacturers and dealers continue to see solid demand from first-time buyers, which is important, as once one becomes an RV user, they usually stay one for life.
1: Julie, with the continued accommodative low rate environment, both domestically and globally, can you talk us through what opportunities challenges you're uncovering?
2: I'll start with challenges. As I mentioned, our companies are strong free cash flow generators, self-funding entities. So for them, an accommodative rate environment tends to create more of a headwind from a competitive standpoint. While interest rates remain low and high leverage may raise shareholder returns in the short run, dependency on external financing increases financial risk over the long term. As such, a healthy balance sheet is paramount to us, both in terms of reducing financial risk and, even more importantly, as a reflection of the strength of the company's business model and market positioning. As for opportunities, we are always looking for companies that are well-positioned to benefit from structural shifts occurring in their industries, and the pandemic has created or accelerated a number of such shifts. Any transition requires capital. As a result, we believe that scale will become increasingly important, driving consolidation in a variety of industries.
1: Julie, there's been a great deal of discussion around reversion to the mean of value-leading growth. How does this factor into you and the team's investment process, and what do you feel investors should be most focused
2: on? The discussion is certainly timely. In 2020 alone, value stocks lagged their growth counterparts by over 30 percentage points, and relative valuation gap by some metrics is greater than at the peak of the 2000 tech bubble. Clearly, value segments were hardest hit by the pandemic, which reshaped our behavior in ways that favor technology, in ways that will most likely outlast the pandemic itself. We do not believe that value stocks are impaired structurally, however. How does it factor into our investment process? We are long-term investors. In fact, we like to think of ourselves as investors in businesses, more so than investors in stocks. We are bottom-up investors in highest quality companies. We look for strong competitive differentiation, superior business models, self-funding ability. We shy away from things like capital intensity and direct commodity exposure. As a result, we have a structurally low exposure to so-called traditional value segments, or play them differently. So the short answer to your question is that our investment process remains the same. But what we always like to do is to look for ideas in segments that are under pressure, searching for names that are better protected from those pressures.
1: Lastly, since April, markets have been exceptionally strong leading to an environment of rising tide lifts all boats. The Russell 2,000 and 2,500 indexes had between 35 and 40% of companies with negative earnings and in some cases, significant leverage on their balance sheet. When looking at the portfolio, what are considerations you're making moving into 2021 and beyond and do these factors impact your investment decisions?
2: When the market is at the highest, finding attractive valuations is certainly more challenging. Fortunately, with our focused portfolios on low turnover, we do not need many new ideas and are always able to identify so-called pockets of opportunity. We're very different from the benchmark, both in terms of earnings and balance sheet quality. As I mentioned, our companies are strong free cash flow generators, self-funding entities that do not rely on external capital for growth. They exhibit solid earnings stability, on par or better than that of the S&P 500. Our companies hold up much better during periods of economic distress and, as a result, tend to lag the market during periods of robust speculative recoveries, similar to the one we observed in the fourth quarter of 2020. As I mentioned, although we're entering 2021 with more confidence, much remains uncertain. Again, none of these factors, no matter how severe or persistent, change our investment approach. As long-term investors in highest quality companies, we're looking for differentiated, protectable business models that are associated with low capital intensity, solid free cash flow generation, healthy balance sheets, and disciplined capital allocation. An important set of characteristics for any environment, and certainly very relevant today.
1: Julie, thank you very much for your time. And as always, we greatly appreciate the insights you provide our KaneCast listeners. Have a great day. Thanks, Jordan.
0: KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of their recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information, this communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security.
1: Individuals
0: should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.